Looking to transform your family game nights? At Perfectly Picked Games, we specialize in family games that bring everyone closer. Our games aren't just fun. Kids and teens will learn how to take turns, develop basic strategy skills, and understand the thrill of winning and grace of losing. With our exclusive gift of games, you can give months of gaming excitement to your family. Choose a three-month or six-month gift, and we'll deliver hand-picked family games to your doorstep every month. And here's the best part. Right now, you can use the promo code GOLDENMOJO and receive 20% off your selected plan. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. Use promo code GOLDENMOJO and save 20% today at Perfectly Picked Games. Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello, all of my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Jay, hanging out with... The Rocker Chick. And... J-Dub. And this is the United States of Paranormal. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen, heads up. If you hear a little background noise, we do have heaters running because it is cold in the oh, studio. It's freezing, yeah. just like it is everywhere. I know. They say that, like, a majority of the Midwest is under, like, wind chill advisories and, and all that stuff. I hate it. I, it got up to 20 today, man. It's like a fucking heat wave outside. I know. It says it's 17 right now. It doesn't feel like 17 no. out there. I have been cold all day more than I have been the last four days. So <laughs> Ugh. the wind just cuts through me. So, well, so you know, you know me. I am out and about all day long. I am in and out of my uh, my van delivering, and in on Monday when it was you know negative six or whatever. Man, I was bundled to the hilt. I put the mask back on. Bring on the mask. <laughs> I, I missed the mask for that particular reason. Uh, and you wouldn't believe the people that just looked at me and were like, um, are you sick? I'm like, fuck you. I'm just not sucking down negative six degree weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of this weather. Oh, my God. I'm so over it. But, um, yeah, I was bundled up pretty tight. And uh, today when I went out, I went out on one of my long runs and it didn't make any sense to have on the really big coat, so I just had my sweatshirt on, and I went into one of the offices because it's just jump out, run in, and then you know come back out and get back in the warm vehicle. And and the girl looked at me and she goes, "Oh my God, what do you? You only have a sweatshirt on." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Well, you know, it's it's a quick in and out, it'll be fine." Yeah. But yes, it has been fucking cold, and I don't like it. Me neither. No, 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 no. And I think it's funny, all you Texas-bound, Texas-loving people that live down there. It's cold down there, too, isn't it? <laughs> so my uh, guy I work with did, that lives in te- Tennessee was making snow angels in his front yard. Yeah. He sent me a video. <laughs> He's like, we're totally shut down. <laughs> that Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you the video. What's later. up, Ryan? <laughs> Sending my wife videos? That's just a little weird, dude. Whoa. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my Pacheco jersey. Just saying. Yeah, he mentioned it today. <laughs> He's like, do you get it yet? Did he tell you where it was coming to? He said he thought it was. He sent it to work. So. I gotcha. <laughs> Speaking of Pacheco, how about those Chiefs? How about those Chiefs? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit we have a long way to go so we do have a long way to go as of this recording we just <laughs> won the wild card weekend against the dolphins in what was the fourth coldest game in nfl history gross negative nine with 32 degree below zero wind chill oh my you God. saw any of the pictures like people's um, yeah, the beers beer. were frozen over the top, and <laughs> yeah, we I when the game first started, I was like, man, I wish we were there. And then Logger got on, and they were showing the coach Reed's mustache, and it was all frozen. And it, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad we're not there. It looked like you know <laughs> when you drive through slush, and on the bottom of your car, you know, it kind of you know it 
gets on the right by the tire wheel well mm-hmm. and all that. That's what his mustache looked like. Oh my god! Because as he breathed, and the in the moisture from the hot air that was coming out just froze right there on that mustache. And I guess uh, if you listen to New Heights, which is the um, Travis and Jason Kelsey pod, I guess uh, Pacheco said, "Hey, coach, you got a little something there on your <laughs> on your mustache." And Andy and Andy Reid style says. Listen, this ain't no beauty pageant. This is a football <laughs> game. Don't worry about it. Now get back out there. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody, like in the the fans, didn't get any frostbite or anything. Nothing that was reported. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean. They were being pretty strict about making sure, you know, hey, you guys need to, you know, you could bring in blankets. You could bring in extra stuff that you usually weren't allowed. Oh, so that's good. And they were giving out uh, free Hot chocolate and that kind of stuff. So it um, had warming stations. They had warming everywhere. stations all throughout the entire stadium, and even actually outside, just outside of the stadium, there were warming stations out there. Um, so in Indiana Chiefs fans uh, that we just recorded, they actually were talking about somebody who called into Sirius XM, who was a Miami Dolphins fan, and he drove up from Miami to go to this game. Oh wow. And he was bundled. I mean, he was completely bundled up, but he brought his wife and his kids. And he said they pretty much stayed in the warming stations the entire game. They, were, they went out for the first of it, and then they went back in, and they never come back out to their seats. They just stayed in where it was warm. Well, I mean, they have TVs everywhere, that, but, you know, it's still not the same experience sitting out, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean... I had a couple of people come up to me and go, there was nobody in the yellow seats. And I'm like, yeah, that's because they're all inside watching on the big screens, eating yep. and drinking. They, yeah. they, that's what they pay for is that warm area to go into. And I said, you'll see that a lot if you look in that section during oh, the absolutely. games, all games. Yep. Most of them are yeah, just the only, enjoying the only, being The only reason that sticks out is because fans. it's yellow. Yeah. Those seats are just bright yellow, and you can tell when there's nobody in them. So it really does pop. But, yeah, you're 100% correct. All games, you'll see that in those club-level seats. People won't sit out there and watch the game. They'll be inside. They're at the stadium. You know, fuck yeah. it. They've They're just there. brought the tailgate inside the stadium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, some of those tailgating setups that I saw this weekend look pretty er, pretty awesome, too. So, Oh, they always are. So Yeah. But Anyways, let's get past of, football. This is... Not football. This is paranormal. Podcast. Well, let's talk about <laughs> paranormal in the Kansas City Chiefs. Shall we? No. Yes. They say. <laughs> they say. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Uh, so anybody who watched the game, Patrick Mahomes went for the touchdown, didn't get in, but oh. broke his helmet. Broke it. I mean, a big chunk of it flies out when he made the hit. I mean, that's how cold it was there. And if you go back and look at it now, people are posting a picture of the Grim Reaper and the the breakout of his helmet looks like the Grim Reaper with the fucking sickle on there. So. Oh, wow. And they've, they've called Patrick last year. I think they started calling him the Grim Reaper. Yeah, they said when so. things look grim, you need to be the Grim Reaper. Hmm. So there you go, Mason. <laughs> there, you led into something paranormal. Very good, Jeremy. Very I got good. football and paranormal just combined in there. <laughs> you guys are impressed right now, ain't you? Uh, hey, uh, I did get a message from Mason, who uh, listened to today's episode. At, like I said, as of the recording, today's episode was uh, Cryptids of China. <laughs> and um, he said, <laughs> let me see if I can find it real quick. <laughs> Um, Our pronunciation was terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> though that may be because he was he said he was dying during the uh, during the show. Um, that was awful. Um, hold on, I'm bringing it up here in my in my meta suite of my fucking brilliant Facebook area. <laughs> <laughs> um, his his IM today was. Say celestial stag again, really slow. <laughs> <laughs> she can't do it now. <laughs> Come on, JW, you got this. Celestial stag. <laughs> oh my. Celestial 
<laughs> so can I tell her that your vote is for that? Is that so? <laughs> he said yes. I think he said he was dead uh, by the end of the story. He he enjoyed it. So thanks, Mason. Thanks for the reach thanks. out. Love it. Um, I also want to get to an email, and we kind of talked about this in the past. I want to, um, I want to make this anonymous because um, I was kind of asked to. So, um, but this comes from somebody who actually was living in a, uh, a haunted house, and let me see if I can find exactly. Um, I guess I'll just give you the kind of the rundown of uh, the couple things that had happened. I know that uh, this was a, a, they had a full living room in their basement of the house. And um, there was constantly things going on down there. Uh, she had, uh, her, her wife had went outside to do something. And when she went to come back in the, um, I, I'm assuming they're French doors since you just called them doors, but the the walkout basement doors when she come back in the doors were locked so she had to walk all the way around and she she's like why did you lock me out and she's like I wasn't never come out of the kitchen so they went down and the doors were all locked huh. um, and then she had another incident where she got pushed I'm assuming pushed out of the shower while she was coming out and she sent me pictures of the bruises and stuff um, it was supposed to be a Oh, it was, um, it was a, I believe it was a surprise, surprise, um, I'm looking for it. I am so sorry. This is what happened when I kind of just, um, kind of outlined it a little bit, but they had a big surprise thing going on in Plymouth and, uh, yeah, she missed it because she ended up in the ER because these were, these were so bad. Oh, dang. And she sent me some pictures of them and yeah. Um, the, one of the big things was, is that, um, the neighbor, cause they have a really close neighbor, the, the daughter had actually come over to like feed the cats or whatever. And I'm not sure if it was with her or the previous owners of this house. I think it was the previous owners that she was, she was helping out and it was later in the evening. It was, you know, it was dark and, and, um, I guess that, uh. She had done what she needed to do in the house and she was walking down the stairways and she had had her hand on the railing. And when she looked down at her hand, it was completely covered in blood. Ew. And she ran back to her house, which is really, really close. And uh, they had actually come back over to see where she had, because when they cleaned her up, there was nothing. She had no scrapes or, or scratches or splinters or anything on her hand. And they went back to see what uh, where she'd picked it up at, and, and there was no blood anywhere oh, wow. on the railing. So, just a few crazy things. Um, this person that sent me this email, uh, thank you so much. It, this, this story is is really really good, but there's there's some stuff in it that I didn't know how to kind of work around because um, she asked me to not divulge the location of this house because she did not want. Um, the person who's living there now to be, you know, bothered by anybody who would want to go yeah, paranormal that's why I investigating. Don't tell anybody where my house right, is. Right, right. Although I did drive by it once just to see it. Well, it's public <laughs> records now, but, you know. But yeah, um, so yeah, thank you so much for the email. It, it, is, it is, if you guys would like to read it, it's, it's, it's a very long email, hmm. very, uh, very well told, but, um, has a lot to do with um, the previous owner and uh, um, uh, committed suicide in the home, oh. and um, his uh, uh, his mom, who he was taking care of because she was, uh, you know, had dementia and was very ill, and and there's just a lot of things that went on in this house, and and um, so yeah. I, I don't feel like I don't want to feel like I'm combing over it, but like I said, I didn't know how to um, really put it without giving away the location. So, and since I was asked not to, yeah. I, I want to definitely make sure that we covered that. So, thank you so much for the email. So much appreciate it, and uh, you know who you are, and thank you so much. So, all right. 
So what? Anything exciting going on this this last week? We uh, we did our couple hibernation weekends, which were fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, they were almost boring. <laughs> oh, they were pretty close to boring. And well, you, I worked. I worked yeah, the entire time. That's all you do. I got. I had a laundry list of things to do, and I got the majority of them done. So, well, good for you. Which is uh, included uh, working on our Patreon videos. Yay! <laughs> Ready to do some more now. Yeah, I'm all excited. Getting a feel for this video editing shit, so <laughs> pretty excited. But uh, um, yeah, also um, just as a uh, public service announcement for those uh, the interested, Golden Jay will be taking over the murder nerds. <laughs> <laughs> More to add to his list of things oh, to do. Oh, boy. Um, you know, uh, I had a great time working with them. Uh, we did a year together, and uh, what was it, 60 episodes or somewhere around in there. And, you know, they needed to take a break, and um, Alicia needed to step away from Murderers. And we had a we had a plan to come back, and it just could not get... Uh, situated and as of the beginning of January uh, Ashley has stepped away now too and I can't not have a true crime podcast in my network I gotta have it and the murderers have a amazing fan base so yeah I've got some plans so coming starting in April hopefully we'll be able to release uh, the first batch of episodes for murderers so that is the plan I am going to record an announcement to actually go on Murder Nerds. <laughs> Maybe this weekend I'll get that done. Okay. <laughs> Add it to your list. New episodes coming soon. Yes. With new hosts. Well, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I know that uh, I've talked uh, the rocker chick into reading some episodes for me. That's right. You did. And uh, the one I mentioned at the J-Dub, she's like, you let me know what you need. I can research. But uh, we'll get you some research on something and yeah. and maybe have you come in and do a reading episode. Or Do I got to be all serious since it's a murder? You can be however you want to be. Murder. 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 Red rum. Red rum. But, yeah, I don't want to make it – I. I actually, I don't think I asked either one of you to to kind of do that. Also, you guys no, kind of both kind of volunteered. Colton. So. I blame Colton <laughs> for my name coming up. But anyways, that's okay. It's true. Thank you, Colton. Well, we're <clears throat> team players. You know, here we are. Here we are. This is the Golden Mojo Empire, and this is how we do it. So we should have a conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Added to the list. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. <laughs> oh, okay. What is your favorite crazy-ass conspiracy theory <laughs> that you love hearing about? How did I know that was I don't fun? know. Did you read my fucking notes? Did <laughs> no, you? No, I didn't. I think that is the craziest thing ever that you said that, and I'm like... I fucking have one of my. <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> what is your favorite crazy ass conspiracy theory that you love hearing about? Oh, mine is mine is easy, and I and it's funny that you know because I think Logan brought it up. Um, was it during the live, or maybe it was uh, during the other side? Man, I have got this new fetish for Bigfoot, and just kind of you know reading some of the things going on, and and how much he's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So I mean that's my that's my kind of my rabbit hole and type conspiracy theory. Is he an alien? You know, does he have special abilities for portals? Does he have a? I've read things where he has a special belt, you know, with buttons and the, the blinking light buttons and stuff like that. So there's a lot to that. But so that's mine. That's yours. That's mine. Gotcha. So you you're Jen, Jen's, Jen's like, like ah <laughs> what? What's your favorite? You've got to have a favorite. Not really. No? No, not really. You don't have one that just kind of perks your interest? No. Well, that's a bummer. Eh, sorry, I'm, I'm a lame ass. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? You got one? Oh, my. I 
don't know. Hers is going to be Bigfoot, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, between aliens and Bigfoot. (laughs) I mean, aliens are the the big one. UFOs and... That's, yeah, I guess that, that wouldn't be my favorite, obviously, but that's the one that I hear the most. Right. But it's not my favorite. I mean, I can't, I can't come up with any like names for like governmental conspiracy things, you right. know, stuff like that. But <clears throat> there's a lot. There's a ton of them, a ton out, of them there. out there. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I'd hit on that. I read that one and I was like, no, that's the question. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, uh, one more thing before we get into our story here today. Okay. <laughs> um, of course we. Uh, we talked, uh, he was on the live with us, Eric. Um, he has sent us a few things. Um, I don't want to read the email because I want the girls to look it over and decide which, if they'd like to jump into some of this stuff. Hmm. But I just want to say, Eric, I got your email. It's awesome. You got some great stuff going on there. And uh, we will uh, get uh, get rolling on that and work something out. So, Cool. This is Eric from Illinois, right? Yes. Like suburb yep. of Chicago or something Sounds in there? Good. Yeah, right around Rockford, I think, isn't it? <laughs> Rockford, Illinois. I think that's uh, kind of that vicinity area. He didn't send me his exact address. Well, it's, it's okay. I just remember, <laughs> he didn't remember want saying it and just reminded me of some place up by Chicago. But Sorry, Eric. I already Facebook stalked you. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Jay's a creeper. I, Golden Big Jay time. is a creeper. I, I, man, I find it fucking fascinating. The our listeners, I find them fascinating because they are spread out all over the United States. It's amazing to me um, where they all come from, and it's really cool to look at and see their families and and see them out doing stuff. Um, you know, we we chuckle about that, but. I follow, uh, I'm friends with Mason on, on Facebook and I follow everywhere he goes because he, po- <laughs> he posts a lot and it's cool because you get to see all the cool things he does. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I'm, I'm Is really... he wearing our two stop merch? He wore it to New Orleans. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He wore his Bamtober <laughs> down there in New Orleans. Orleans. I mean, what better place to, to fucking wear Bamtober merch yeah. than in New Orleans. But all right, enough, enough of that. Who's up today? That'd be me. Oh, the rocker yeah. chick. Are rocker you ready? Chick. I think so. My hands are freezing, but I think I might be able to do Set this. Set on okay. them. Let <sighs> me go get you a blankie. No, use your coat right. as a blankie. Yeah. I'll be all right. Yeah, why don't you use your... I wish your... my shirt had pockets. <laughs> use your coat. <laughs> it's all good. I'm good. Okay. Take it away, rocker chick. All right. We are... Going to Riverdale Road. It's an 11-mile winding road that connects Thornton and Brighton, Colorado. It has many spooky urban legends connected to it, told throughout the years to the residents that live close by. Called the Gates of Hell, there are tall, rusted iron gates along the road that let you know that you are in the right place to enter and see the ruins of an old mansion. It is said that the man that built it lost his mind, and one night he set the mansion on fire with his wife and children asleep inside. Oh, my God. He disappeared, (laughs) never to be held accountable. Screams can be heard echoing against the now crumbling walls that barred witness to the unspeakable crime. A woman in white is seen walking the road. Could it be the lost spirit of the woman who died at her husband's hand? Is she trying to find her murdered children or looking for her husband that left her to die? Stories of people seeing the woman in white stop to help her, though she only continues on her path. Eyes forward, never turning to acknowledge them. As they continue down the road, they look in the rearview mirror to see that she is no longer there. Damn it. Probably pissed. I would think so. I mean, she's out seeking revenge, mm-hmm. isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. 
The horrible murder was only one of many terrible things that had hap- have happened in the area. There are stories of slaves being burned and hung from a tree at the back of the property. Today, the burned tree still stands. Those that sit beneath the tree on a quiet night can hear it creaking in the wind. Is this the sound of the victims swinging from the end of the ropes that hung them? Hmm. Moaning is also reported being heard near the spot. What is that? Like? <laughs> I know what that face is. <laughs> Not that kind of moan. He's being oh, a creepy. Yeah. Oh, but listen, th- don't you think? Th- I mean, I can stand outside here and listen to trees creak. Yeah, but if okay, I didn't put this in there, but the tree is now just pretty much a stump. Stump, yeah. And talking about the runes and the trees. They have been pretty much plowed over so over the time. So it's ghost creaking. So, <laughs> so I'm not even sure if even the stump is still there because I think it's turned into farmland. The gates oh. are still there, though. They oh, say neat. that you can walk out there and still find, like, um, bricks and But most the of the area. mansion has been yes. destroyed? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that kind of sucks. There is an old underground chicken coop. That is also located near the rubble of the old mansion. That is said to have mysterious markings drawn on the walls. This is where the mansion builder would conjure spirits and demons. As one walks down the steps into the darkness, it is said that it becomes hard to breathe and that flashlights only illuminate portions of the dark tomb-like room. Hmm. There is a sense that something awaits you in every quarter only to scurry away before the light sweeps across it. The shuffling of their own feet across the debris-covered floor keeps visitors asking themselves if they heard footsteps. Nope. (laughs) So it's an old chicken coop, but it's buried underground? Yes. I wonder why a chicken coop would be underground. That is a weird question. And that's also been covered up over the years, so... Right. Could it have been like... um, you know how those old barns, the it's like a bank barn, so it's like the basement is all concrete, and then the barns up here. Maybe it was a it bank be. barn yeah. type thing that he turned into a chicken coop, and then the yeah. barn and was gone. The barn was, the, yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking. No, that's a, be. that'd be a good <laughs> explanation for that. I'm just thinking that uh, you got to do chores later tonight too, don't you? Yeah, but my <laughs> stupid chickens are all in the barn being assholes. <laughs> For those that are brave enough to sit quietly and listen in the dark, they will hear heavy, heavy breathing hovering just over their shoulder. It is believed that the markings on the wall could have trapped something in the space. Many people leave swearing never to return, only stating that once they pass through the gates again, they are safe. So there's like a bar- that gate is a barrier. They feel like that that's kind of yes. right on. And like I said, those gates run along the road like it, they used to be the gates to go into oh, the like mansion. Oh, like you would turn yes. off the road and they're right. Woo. Yep. yep. Oh. I bet that'd be neat. <laughs> Open sesame. <laughs> <laughs> so walking or driving down Riverdale Road, you may experience the spirit of the woman in white or a ghost jogger that has been reported while walking People have heard heavy breathing and footsteps around them as if someone was running by. In a car, vehicles report, vehicle reports of feeling something hitting the car, but nothing is there. Ooh. Like, like, like when the deer ran into the side of my car? Exactly. Like maybe somebody running by and yeah. tapping or, yeah. All I know is, is that if, if this is a jogger and there's heavy breathing, it was probably me or J-Dub. <laughs> I just because don't run. I, <laughs> I always breathe heavy when I try to run. <laughs> yeah, I don't try, run. Try. <laughs> try. A full moon may reveal to some bodies hanging from the cottonwood trees. There are also reports of a demon-like phantom dog roaming the area. A phantom dog. A phantom dog. Demon dog. Oh, <clears throat> phantom demon dog. Like a hellhound? That's what mm-hmm. I was going to, that's where I was going with that. Is a hellhound? Could be. 
know, glowing red eyes. Them's are creepy. Did they get into specifics? <laughs> Didn't get into the specifics. Just specifics. reports of a demon-like phantom dog. J-Dub has those out by her barn. Shut up. Except <laughs> they're coyotes and they yeah. make lots of noise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, did I tell you that story? Yes, you did. Okay, I couldn't remember if I did. <laughs> An urban legend of a young boy while walking to school being hit by a car oh. that, that now leaves bloody handprints on the signs along Riverdale Road at night mm-hmm. only to have disappeared by morning. That's sad. Yeah. It is very sad. It's probably the jogger went that way too, probably, huh? Yes. Yeah. There is um I didn't put um how many crashes and people that have died along the road, but there has been many. And this in this will state that. Kind of, sort of. Riverdale Road has twists and turns with many blind corners. In the 70s, a fatal crash occurred involving a Camaro. It is said some have driven down the road to have a Camaro with one working headlight come up behind them, revving their engine as if wanting to race, only to disappear. Hmm. Oh, man, a Camaro. A Camaro. I know. You can't ruin a perfectly good Camaro. Of course, with all the spooky tales of roads, you have to have a hitchhiker legend. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. Riverdale Road is one of a lady in white, and if you are to stop to give her a ride and open the passenger door, she disappears. So I'm not sure if that's the lady in white from the house. You know, she just roams the whole road. But, uh, yeah. Is it, is it like thumbs out, buns out type thing? <laughs> <laughs> Might be. <laughs> to show what little skin you're in. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like in all the movies, anytime you see a hitchhiker, either a woman hitchhiker, their boobs are hanging out or their buns are hanging out. Thumb, thumbs out, buns out. I'm betting she probably doesn't hang her ass out. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're driving down this road and you don't know, about this road, and you see her, you're in, and it's in the middle of the night. You're probably gonna be like, "Holy shit, she needs, she yeah, needs some help." help. Most yeah. of the time, if anybody was just to see a, a woman walking, you right. know, especially at night, you would stop to help. Yeah, not no more. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I, I just learned a lesson. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not gonna be nice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Native American shapeshifters are said to roam the area, which can take different shapes and communicate with people in their own way. Could this be the cause of a lot of the legends surrounding Riverdale Road? Mm. So like I said, there are tons of urban legends behind this this road. Many things have happened over the years to people. Um, A lot of things online, people that live in the area... You know, I've lived there forever, and I've never seen anything. Right. A lot of people just go to see if they experience anything. So I did find, um, in 2015, a Denver ghost hunter, Stephanie Smith, gave her professional take on the road and what she experienced. So these are her own words and how she felt walking down the road. So. Okay. She's heavy breathing. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. So, the first time I investigated Riverdale Road was many years ago. It was my first lead investigation, and I went out to the road to spot good sites that I thought would work for all our team and for, for some guest investigators. I was drawn to the one part of the road. It was daylight, but there was just something about this spot. As a team psychic, I am often asked to locate hot spots of activity. That night, we went to the location, and I got out of my car and began walking down the road. It seemed pretty quiet. You could hear the oil drums beating in the fields, but other than that, it was quiet. I decided to walk on the other side of the road for a while. As I was walking, I could see someone ahead of me. The first thing I remember 
was that they had on boots, but otherwise it was very shadowed. I have seen ghosts, and this one just seemed to be walking towards me. I tried to think rationally, but I just kept getting nervous. And then that turned to panic, and at some point in my walk, I turned around and ran the other direction. I ran and ran from the shadow with the boots. Past my team, past the camera crew, past the cars until my head cleared. On camera, they caught a white ball of light zooming past me. After a few moments, I cleared my head and walked on the other side of the road. I felt fine, no trepidation at all, but every time I walked on the other side, I would feel the same panicked feeling. This got me thinking. If this was some sort of imprinted event that I could only see and feel if I st stepped in on it. So I began to get volunteers different nights and have them experiment. I told them nothing of my experience, just had them walk down the road for as long as they could and then come back and tell us what they felt or saw. Some have reported seeing a shadowy figure, others felt scared, some ran back to the car, some felt like they were being followed, and others just felt ill. We have captured video, EVPs, and photographs, but the most compelling is the sound of footsteps behind you as you walk along the dark road. I have never found any historical evidence to support this story, but I keep looking. There are too many people that feel the same. Or, I'm sorry. There are too many people that feel the same thing. And it all depends on which side of the road she was walking on. Correct. She didn't say what side, if right, that's the right, side right. with the gates on it or anything like right. that. She just said that she, I think her she, psychic abilities pushed her to a spot right. in the road. So. What, th what are you what thinking? What was her name? Yes. Stephanie Smith. Was that right? Stephanie Smith. All right, Stephanie Smith. Fly me out. I'll walk down the road. <laughs> I'll tell you how I feel. And just remember, that was in 2015. So, I mean, that was that was a while back. And I'll do it. I'd walk on the other side of the road while you walk All right. On the road. Fly us out. <laughs> Rocker Chick and I will be on one side. Golden Jay will be in his diaper on the other. <laughs> 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 I... I mm. All right, so I have, uh, what is it with all these women in white? I think we've talked about this before. It's like most all of them, I mean, it was, what, Story in I think, was the woman in blue, right? Mm -hmm. um, so occasionally, or the woman in gray every once in a while, but mostly it's women in white, long white dresses. Is that like, is that like an angel type thing? Yeah, or? that's what I was, gonna, I was thinking, like either, you know, they were, Innocent and murdered, or they're like angels. Right. I don't know. Or they were pure. Or yeah. Maybe that's just what virgins, what they passed away and they were. Oh, you yeah. know, All these women were at, in white, long white night, dresses. That, uh, at night, that's what. You yeah, know, their, that's their nightgowns their, were white and right long on. back in the olden days. I don't know. I don't know. The other thing was, as you talked about her getting in, the, you know, that she would, did she, did they say that she would open the door or they, that the people that were nice enough to give her a ride would open the door for her? Yes. So like they would probably lean over and open the door and then she wouldn't be there any longer. I have seen video and let me know <laughs> if you've seen this about like an Uber driver or a taxi driver who stopped and picked up a fare and the door opens and the door closes, and he talks to this person. You can see it in the video. He's talking to this person. But there was never anybody that got into the car. But he can see them. Apparently. Oh, wow. I've seen several videos like that over um, my uh, exclusive, ex extensive uh, uh, video watching where it's like they're catching these, uh, like a security guard. One guy was a welder. Uh, he's welding and he, he turns and looks and, and he puts his stuff down and he gets over and he walks, walks about four or five steps away from where he is working and is having this, this conversation 
with nothing. Hmm. Um, the other one was um, uh, a hotel uh, security guard or whatever, and they've got him on camera talking to somebody, and he, he gets on the radio. He's like, Mrs. Smith is looking for that, and they're like, Mrs. Smith died here two years ago. Ew. And I mean, I've he's, seen that one, he, yeah. It's not Smith, but I mean, she had a specific name, but I don't remember what it was. But he freaks out then at that point and runs out, runs away. But it's 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 crazy because when you were saying that, that's the one thing I see was that car door opening and it closing and nobody ever got in. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was having a conversation. And then he drives down the road and they're still filming. You know, he's still filming off of his dash cam or whatever. And he looks up in the mirror and he's like, Flips around there. and there's nobody there. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, I, I we've talked about this in a long time ago. You know, in in a hospital setting where we work, how do we know that what we see is really somebody there? Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's a little bit different for us since we work during a day shift. And probably not as much paranormal activity there, but. Um, you know, you can be up on the on the on the room floors and be like, somebody just walked through that door and walked into the other door. Is that real or is that you know? You just kind of yeah. stand there and ponder it for a minute because you don't know. And I don't know. I know that there's paranormal stuff there because I've seen pictures of it. But especially when like like at night when they have all the lights off <clears throat> and you're looking all the way down the hallway mm-hmm. and you know there's no visitors. And you see somebody dark, you know, walk across right. or walking in the hallway and just like, nope, bye. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Pretty good job, man. That was pretty cool. Thank that, you. It kind of was short and sweet, but. I liked it. It yeah. kind of reminds me of uh, Devil's Backbone. Yeah. Yeah. You know how they say there's all kinds of creepy stuff that happens there, you know. and Really? What are some of the highlights of that? I don't, um, I've never heard the Devil Backbone stories. Really? Really? Oh, yeah, um, definitely. So my brother, like when he was in high school, um, he said that there was um, a car that went off, and the swamp that's over there is like quicksand, and it's bottomless, and they never found the car or the people that were in it. Really? And then my dad said that there was a horse and buggy accident, and the horse and buggy went into the swamp, and they never found it. But you can hear. Um, Hoof hoof beats and like a carriage going down the road, but there won't be anything there. Really? Yeah. And sometimes you'll see lights coming out of the swamp, but there's nothing there. Oh, fuck. That would be trippy. Yeah. What have you heard, Robert Chase? Uh, I can't really think of any, but yes, I've always heard that there's there's spooky stories behind uh-huh. behind it. And that's with any winding road where there's been a lot of accidents and deaths and yeah i just i didn't i never heard that there were stories that come out of there oh yeah yeah oh yeah i mean i drive that all the time never at night you'll have to look at the swamp that swamp is you can't in all honesty i i love that area right through there because it is, I mean, it really is a beautiful area. There's a lot of hills and 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 so on. I mean, it would have been an amazing spot for a disc golf course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. But that that swamp is mesmerizing, and I try not to look over at it because it's right on a turn, mm-hmm. and you can get distracted very very easily if you look over at it just to kind of take it in while you're, you know, it, I think it's what a 45 mile an hour area yeah. through there, but. Um, you know, we always try to take it as fast as we can, see how how good of a drivers we are. 100 mile an hour. And I, never never hit. Well, no, Eric Wagner hit it at 100 in his old in his old Camaro. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think car. that would be one of the things that I'd like to drive down Riverdale Road at night and see if you could see yeah. handprints on all the signs. You know, there's got to be a lot of signs on that road with right. it having so many twists and turns, and. See if there's any little handprints, and I think that's I think that's the most spookiest part of it. It's like the blood, the blood hand, the, the, the handprints yeah, of the little boy, the, and yeah. then being not being there in the morning. But. Yeah, right. <laughs> Did they? Was there any uh, photo evidence of those? Did you I found? I don't remember seeing any photos of it. Right um, 
I just, there was um, somebody that lived in the area and grew up listening to all the stories of the road. And that was, you know, where I got most of the information from, you know, I heard this as a kid and, and yeah, so. Yeah, it tends to be, you know, the folklore of it as you hear it as a kid and you can just kind of adapted those stories as you as you grown up and that's why i call it urban legends of riverdale row because there wasn't a lot of factual things behind it besides um stephanie's um story you know and there have i'm sure there's been more paranormal investigators that have been out there and oh i'm sure yeah they tend to they tend to kind of all migrate to those kind of places yeah right so all right, good job. Any other questions, J Dub? Nope. I'd mm. like to go. You want to go? Road to trip. Go. I fucking love Colorado, man. It's a yeah. beautiful it's a beautiful place out there too. You can go hang out out there. Go to Denver. Go to That's very Golden. close. It's go very to, close to Denver. Is it? Uh-huh. Oh shit. <sighs> I gotta get there, man. Thirty seconds to Mars is gonna be at Red Rock. Mm. Uh it just breaks my heart because I don't think I'm going to make it. But um, I do want to go to Golden, Colorado. I mean, why the fuck wouldn't I want to go to Golden, Colorado? <laughs> right. <laughs> but that is where the Coors Distillery's at. I'd love to go and do a tour out there, and and uh, you know. But I hear Denver's really, really expensive. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know that I'm going to get there this year. But yeah, 30 seconds to Mars is going to be at Red Rock. Anybody want to send me? <laughs> Anybody want to flip the bill so I can go see him? If not, I'm going to have to go see him at Ruoff this year. Mm. It's It sucks. I want to go back to um, Blossom over in Ohio, which is in... Uh, so you can go see the... I want to go yeah. down to Helltown while yep. we're there. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Because it's only like 10 minutes, but it's in that national park. And I'm drawing a blank. I know it starts with a C, and I'm drawing a fucking blank on the name of the state park. <laughs> But, um, yeah, they're going to be there on, like, a Thursday night or a Wednesday night. And it's just not feasible for for me and the boys to go. So it Well, may you be can f- always just take a weekend and drive there, Jeremy. You don't have to go for a concert or whatever. Yeah. No, I need a reason. <laughs> that is a reason. <laughs> I need another reason. Like, I'm going to rock out with 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you ever listen to 30 Seconds to Mars? Yes, I like them. All right, cool. <laughs> Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. Tubular, dude. <laughs> Welcome back to the 80s. Oh, my. So all right. Doing well, all of them. Let's get, are you guys ready to get out of here? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I liked it. I did, too. It was good. Cool. All right. Hey, once again, we want to thank everybody who tuned in to our uh, live episode for 100. <sighs> I know that we're... Uh, we're a couple episodes after all this, but we had pre-recorded some stuff. And, you know, in the way that the podcasting world works, we are making sure that we have episodes ready for you, the listeners. And uh, so, yeah, we've recorded a few extra in between. We want to thank everybody who showed up at the live. Yeah, that was we, fun. We had a blast. And, uh, yeah, I think we'll be able to do that again. I think we, I think we had enough fun and enough listeners we could try to figure out another one and, and do one again so maybe um well we'll put our heads together and come up with a great idea how's that sounds good yep. right. we got a lot of up and coming things we have special guests coming and mm-hmm. yep. yeah so there's a lot going on yeah in so. february we got um brad brad's coming in in february mm-hmm. um boozy bros boozy bros and peter will be back in Yay! march Oh, yeah. Uh, looking forward to that. And uh, J-Dub is still working on some more guests. So mm-hmm. we're going to uh, expand out into the uh, paranormal world with some of these investigators and and uh, have some fun with it. So thank you, everybody. Uh, don't forget, you can always reach out to us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. Or go check out our website, unitedstatesparanormal.com, where you can find the merch store. Yeah. Please Ooh. buy merch. I have to send Bobby back to college. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> uh, I'm tired of eating ramen. Um, I need shrimp cocktail in my life. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I don't oh, know. Okay. But, man, you know, go out, uh, look at some of the merch. If you like something, pick something up. Get out there and rep it. Tell all your friends about the United States Paranormal. Yeah. yeah. Just keep listening. Yep. Like, subscribe, rate. We love a rate, a review, if you can do it on Apple. Sure. Uh, I'm not sure what Spotify does. I know you can rate it, but I don't think you can review on Spotify. Mm-hmm. But that may have changed. I have no idea. But uh, give us a give us a little love if you can. If you don't want to give us some love and want to give us some um, um, non love, you know we can handle that also. We're we're big kids with big kid pants. We can handle it, J Dub. You'll just have we me might whine about suck it. Suck it up. While. Sucks to suck, buddy. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> oh yeah and also you know go check out the golden mojo empire that is golden mojo entertainment you can find that at uh, goldenmojoent.com and all of the podcasts in the golden mojo empire which include the call guys golden image podcast indiana chiefs fans golden 80s and coming back soon murd nerds Woo! i don't know how soon but soon soon yeah Yes. Celestial stag. <laughs> <laughs> One more time with a little bit of a little bit of feel, a little louder. Not so what is that called? Not Celestial stag. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, keep it spooky. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the United States of Paranormal. Check us out at theunitedstatesofparanormal.com or at any other of our social media pages. At Twitter, at T-O-S-O-P-P-O-D. At Instagram, at the United States of Paranormal. Or Facebook, at the United States of Paranormal. Or YouTube, at the United States of Paranormal. 1795. Please check out our other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network. The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs Fans, The Golden 80s, Murd Nerds, and A Court of Books and Booze. And if you have a location you would like us to check into or a creepy story that you would love to tell us, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. Please like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen.